Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Dead. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. It's the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It is 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. 702-586-7857. Yeah. Lots to talk about today. Triple Crown. Who's got triple crown fever? Coming up this weekend in Houston, we got the last of the uh, triple crowns. Uh, yeah, should be interesting to see how that goes down. Really cool to see these things. I, I'm a fan. I know, I know some people aren't liking them. But I think even you hardcore people that hate these things, even you hardcore people that are against these triple crowns, I think you're coming around. Judging by social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter responses t- on me on my accounts, I feel there's less hate for these triple crowns than there maybe ever was. So, you traditionalists are getting worn down, I think, and you're understanding the joy of these triple crown races coming up this weekend. Monster Energy AMA uh, Supercross Series round thirteen in Houston. Yeah, Seattle in the rearview mirror. Lots to talk about when it comes to that. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Formula Helmet. We did a, a little infomercial uh, podcast on the Formula Helmet. Myself and JT the other day. It is up on the Steve Mathis uh, show feed. So please check that out and realize that the uh, money the Fly guys have spent into this helmet and the uh, tr- and the technology behind it. It's all real and it's all there and they've done a great job with it. Super quiet, super light, protection for high-speed impacts, protection for low-speed impacts, uh, a real bitchin'-looking helmet. So please check it out, Fly Racing Formula Helmet, 2019.5 Kinetic Mesh out now. Today on the show, we are going to give away, and this is still new from the Fly Guys, it is the mid-size boot, the FR5 boot. We are going to give a pair of those away. Uh, so it is a mid-level boot that is uh, right in line with all the other ones and... Uh, Works really well, so we're going to uh, give that away to somebody. Max's Tires, MXST, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. We're going to have him on a show here soon. I'm working on that. Uh, AJ Cantonzaro, running them in Supercross, making main events. He is uh, also in the running for the uh, Yamaha LCQ Challenge money that we are doing. So the Cat MXST tires uh, right now in Supercross as we speak. Great mountain bike tires as well. I've just got some shipped to me, so I I love those things. Also, uh, we want to thank the folks at Get. Get, get. Uh, Aaron Plessinger, Justin Barsha, now Josh Grant, obviously, all using Get on their Monster Energy Yamaha. Uh, Two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs. They got this Get jump starter thing that uh, can charge your phone and jump your car. It's $100. It's absolutely a really cool must-have thing to throw in your glove box, to throw in your backpack or whatever. Uh, so please check out check that out as well from the folks at Get. Uh, also, ProTaper. Rockstar Husky Worldwide using ProTaper. Geico Honda using ProTaper. Uh, whether it's uh, sprockets, whether it's bars, whether it's chains, whatever it is, ProTaper.com has got you covered. The Sela self-starting, self-locking starting device coming out real soon from those guys. And the micro line of bars, if you've got a little one, and he's got tiny hands. At least I hope he does. And if he doesn't, that's going to be weird. And use the look at the micro line. So they got tiny bars, tiny grips, tiny throttle tubes to fit a youngster's hands. So really cool from the folks at ProTaper. Uh, 702-586-7857. We've got some lines open. Michael Antonovich, Dan Truman, Jason Thomas will all join us on the show. And, uh, and you people, of course, uh, as well. So I'm Steve Mathis with me producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls. Coming in very early, by the way. The Tits Legend. Tits, what's up? Hey, Steve. What are you doing? What's going on? Uh, you know, same old. Triple Crown Fever this weekend. Excited. Do you have it? 
Do you have triple um, crown fever? I do have triple crown fever. He doesn't sound it's, like it's, it. It's a, it's a low level, you know, like like early onset type thing. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's there. Well, Eli Tomark's really good at these triple crowns, so he needs to win this weekend bad. This is, this is his weekend to bounce back. Well, he's got to because things are getting things are going sideways here with his uh, his you know title it, it the title chase. It is not chase. going as well as he would probably like. What's yes. your thoughts on the Moose Gam penalty tits? Um, I agree 100%. That uh, the, of the penalty or uh, of the penalty, yeah. He, what what he did was wrong. I right. feel like uh, for I don't know, with maybe few exceptions, it was handled properly and mm-hmm. it was the right call and everything like that. Dude, what if he comes up seven points short of this title, which could very well happen? Uh, that'd be awesome. Not like awesome for him, but it would oh. be cool that something like this happens. Like, hey, man, yeah. this, there, there are yeah. repercussions for for your actions. This isn't nom. There's rules. There are rules. Yes, uh, that's right. right. Let's get uh, let's get Michael Antonovich on from Swap Moto Live. Uh, see how that thing's going for those guys as well. And live shows, people coming up. Denver, uh, well, New Jersey. No, let's go in the order. They're, they're actually doing it. Denver, Jersey, Vegas, live Pulpamex Racer X shows. Wygant, JT, Kiefer. Uh, Marks will be at the Vegas one. Uh, Tits might be at the Vegas one. We'll pull him on stage and do something. Um, we want to thank uh, those guys, for those people for coming to those. T- tickets start at 20 bucks. If you want to pay a little bit more, you can get up front. If you want to pay a little bit more, we can hang out after the show. So, uh, yeah, we're having fun. Uh, the New Jersey one is 15 minutes north of the uh, of the stadium, I believe, 20 minutes north of the stadium in Jersey. Uh, Denver is pretty much right downtown or close to it, and Vegas is right by the strip, right by the Rio. So live shows, uh, go to pulpamex.com and uh, check it out and buy the show. And uh, RVs confirmed for one. Will Hans confirmed for one. Barry Karsten, I think we're working on. We are working on uh, Denny Stevenson. I think Danny Debo is going to come to the Denver one. Sweet Jesus, I'm nervous about him making it, though. But, um, yeah, so they'll be fun, man. These things are a blast. And uh, RV's not racing Vegas this year, so unlike the, you know, he'll probably have a few beverages, I would guess, before coming on stage, and he's absolutely gold. So check those live shows out. Racer X, Publix Live uh, podcast shows, they're a lot of fun. So 702-586-7857, got a few lines open. And now to talk about uh, Seattle and Houston from Swap Moto Live, it's Michael Antonovich. Anton, what's up, bud? What's going on? Any blowback on the pizza ordering from uh, from the race? Lots, tons. It's it's your people. Anything you say, they just immediately just fall all over me on. So I mean, we're five years since Bulgaria, and I'm still hearing about scarves. Did so. you get anybody who said, "Yeah, that's cool, man. Good choice"? Uh, a couple, a couple. Come on. I, the buffalo chicken pizza is good. Uh, the macaroni and cheese, I'm going to have to agree with you. That was, I've had it before at other places, and it was good. This one wasn't as good, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Did you hear about this, Tits, this pizza order? Seriously? Yeah. For how much you've been going on about it? How could I have not heard about it? I just. I think yeah. in every yeah. one of your podcasts, Did, at least Are you I a buffalo to, chicken and a mac and cheese? Indianapolis. I, <sighs> again, I feel again, like I it's stand, definitely not. I feel okay. bad for the macaroni and cheese one. I stand by the buffalo chicken one. You stand by buffalo chicken. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, it's less offensive than it's mac and cheese. T- a tad less offensive. A tad. Yes. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Um, I felt bad about blowing you guys you out. You know, a little bit because nah, you, you paid for the pizza. It was funny. Yeah, you you paid for we the think pizzas. It's funny, you know, and everything. And then I, you, yeah. so you buy the pizzas, I get free pizza, and then I do nothing but blow you out on it. It's kind of a dick move, but ah. but then again, like dick move ordering that yeah, kind but, of pizza. Yeah, but you got to think like that was twenty dollars of free advertising for you just to complain for two weeks. So <laughs> eh, fine. Okay, yeah. So looking at that way, right? I mean, my. I, I mean, you got to take all the publicity you can get right now. Uh, so Swap Moto Live, how's everything going there? Uh, people can go to check out Swap Moto Live. It's the old Transworld crew, of course. Uh, you, how's that going? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going very well, and we will launch a new uh, fully interactive website on Monday. So please come check it out. We have some uh, some big news in the works with one of the guys you just mentioned. So you'll see all that on Monday. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, things are rolling yeah. along then for you guys. Yeah, it's going good. Don's going to go to the race this weekend. I oh, wow. uh, will not be there. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and I'll come to. Uh, I won't go to Denver. I'll do Nashville, Nashville, New Jersey, and Vegas. Right. Okay. Sweet. Uh, we yeah. got to get Don back up here for a mountain bike ride at some point. Bring his e bike. You should. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not like he's going to say no. No. Exactly. Right. So hey, uh, let's talk um, uh, Seattle first. Any issue with you on the penalty? Any issue with any of that 
uh, going down and costing Marv that that positions uh, uh, too harsh, too lenient. What, what's your thoughts? I think it was right on for what it is. Uh, they've set a precedent. Thank God they're following it for once. Uh, it's just a little confusing as to why no one else that is speaking to the masses knew of this. Uh, I'm also confused why it took so long. I'm, I'm very confused. Uh, why it took I, I, so I don't long. know. I I uh, I heard that they were asking the officials. Uh, what was up with it early on, and they got no reply, nothing back. Like they, we don't know, and um, and then I don't know why they thought Roxon was going to win in the booth. I, I, that's terrible. I don't. I just. I, I don't understand that one. I I get it if you're trying to drum up some like excitement or something like that, but like there's enough people there that I, I don't get it. You yeah. know? And I yeah. guess maybe in the heat of the moment, you can get confused and forget about certain things, you know. But then again, like well, okay. we're only a yeah. year removed. Yeah. from another situation of this happening. So it's not like this is some unprecedented thing where yep. it's like a fuel penalty that we haven't had in 20 years. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, I agree. So um, that was a little bit disappointing for for everybody involved. I'm sure I'm sure some heads were rolled and people were yelled at uh, this week for the conference yeah. call. But, but um, yeah, I mean, Mar- Marv did and it. Like, and Marv that's, jo- and that's, that's no fault, and that's no fault on Mike the broadcast guys because you can only as one of those guys they can only report so much that's the people that are behind the scenes that needed to uh kind of convey those yeah to those guys right right yeah and and i mean having if you tell me the fim and the ama dropped the ball a little bit i'm not surprised at all i will not be surprised you know? right so if it was right. on them um all right yeah no absolutely so seven points i feel like anton this is going to come into play at the end of the year i really do Oh, yeah, this will be big. Yeah. This will be one of those times where we're going to get to New Jersey or we're going to get to Vegas, and uh, goofballs like us are going to be tacking on seven more points to see how close or yeah. how far away the championship yep. could have been. I mean, this is huge. Yeah, but then again, you know, in Vegas, Coop will have that seven buffer, and then who knows what? Who knows if he would have tried harder if he say he lays up, right? Because he knows he has to finish in exposition, right? So, um, But, yeah, yeah. it it, it, uh, it definitely – Especially when you see the other guys slow down, you see like, oh yeah, Marv. Like you, you know, ev- everybody else saw it, Marv, pretty much. You know, so yeah, I can. Well, and I mean, not to uh, hype up another podcast on your podcast, but we had Villapoto on our little new podcast that we launched on Monday. Wait, and you, I asked, you have another? Like, po- you have a you have Swap Moto yeah. podcast. Yeah, we have the Kickstart podcast now, so it's me and Don and a guest every week. But I don't need to hype that up. Hold on, there's another. That, like, there, I, hold on, there's another podcast. There's another one you guys are launching. There's two now. Hey, man, this is just this is the audio version of CBD. Like, I got to get in while we're getting good. <laughs> All right, no, hey, I'm I'm happy uh, to have your time but, on here, so we can promote yeah, yeah. your pod your, your 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 podcast. No problem. But no, no, but what? But again, okay. I'm I have that to convey some things. Yeah. I asked Ryan. I'm like, hey, when you're in the heat of the moment do you not see these things? And he kind of said, like, yeah, sometimes you might miss it, but it's on you as a racer to see it. And Marvin really just, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt at first until I watched the race over again. I'm like, oh, no, man, it was pretty clear. Like, they had the flags pretty well displayed. Because yeah. at some, some points there's no flagging, or the flagger is like 10 feet away from the tough blocks, and the racer can't see that. Yeah. And there was one of the flaggers in that section that Marvin jumped through was doing that earlier in the night. And I wanted to, like, tell the guy, like, hey, man, you should maybe move to the side of the track and not the plywood that's on the ground. Yeah, I, you know, I'm with you. Like, yeah, sometimes the flaggers themselves don't do a good enough job of getting out there in front. They really don't. So, but in this case, not so much. They did. And he just messed up. Yeah. Um, Uh, And the other thing, like, everybody's like, well, you know, he doesn't get the purse money and all that stuff. That's eh, whatever. It's twelve grand, big deal. But if these seven points come into play later, who cares if Marvin got you know however much money in his win bonuses and everything like that? If this costs him the championship, it's going to cost him a substantial amount of money. Oh yeah, yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, big, it's a big mistake. Big blow for the series. Uh, Brayton and Chad. Brayton's hoping to come back for a last couple. Chad's going to be out for the year, I would think. Huge blow to the series, man. Uh, two of the more popular guys, two of the two the two oldest guys too, by the way. Uh, really bummer deal. Yeah, huge bummer. Uh, Chad has really, um, I think, and you can tell you're around the truck as much as I am every week. 
he seems like he's in a much better place in the last like six weeks than he's been in two years. Yeah. You know, and that's where I'm like, he's not going anywhere. I don't see this being his farewell year. No. Uh, I see him. I see him going like two more years now. Really, I don't see him going just next year and being like, all right, this is a farewell tour and I'm leaving. If Rossi keeps racing and if Antonio Cairoli keeps racing, <laughs> Chad's going to want to be I'm a t- part of that. Like, I'm telling you, 2022. Oh, I don't doubt it at all. I honestly think the same thing. Just because he has, he's had so much fun, he's been healthy, his autograph line is big, and he's putting in results that are reflective of how good he is as mm-hmm. a racer still. Yeah. Um, all right. So and t- for Brayton, it sucks. Yep. Yeah. It just sucks for Brayton because, you know, he has – so many opportunities, only so many opportunities left, mm-hmm. and he's really come into his own. And then now it's like, okay, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, this is going to take him a little bit to come back from if he needs surgery. Did you get a chance to talk to JG at all? A little bit. I think he had only done like fifty total Supercross laps prior to. Well, that's uh, that's kind of where I was going. Prior to so Saturday, he should have made the main. He crashed out. He, he had the speed for the main. He qualified well, and you know he crashed he twice. He was and, sketchy in the whoops. He, he was, but but regardless, I'm not saying this because he didn't make the main event because he really should have but you want to fill in rod you got to why aren't you at least riding supercross once in a while i don't understand that part of it like he is um, now gonna have face well, an uphill no, battle he had just he had just gotten uh, a bike back what he told me like Cowie had just given him a bike back and he hadn't really had one to ride with Again, so again, I like. again, and I'll say it, not about you Josh You could go Grant. get that. You Thank can, you. I know, I know. You can go, go buy a, a motorcycle. You're perfectly capable. You have tons of money. You could go buy a motorcycle. Yeah. You know who would buy a motorcycle? Nick Way would have. Kyle Chisholm would have. Yeah. Or at least borrow one. I mean, Nick borrowed our bikes at Transworld yeah. you know, all the time back in the day. I, I'm just saying. I just, but, I, you know, this could be a shot for him. Remember, he was out of it. He got a Suzuki, showed a Daytona, he got seventh. Uh, you know, got Cowie right after that. This could be another shot of that. I'm just surprised he wasn't as ready as I thought he would be. Yeah. Um, I I think the other thing, too, is, and he explained it to me pretty well, and it's I'm going to write a little bit more about it next week after he gets, like, another, hopefully a better result in, because I don't want people just to be like, why am I going to read this? He didn't make the main event. You know, he, he has figured out his program now. You know, he's an older guy. He's been broken off a ton. He knows, like, look, I'm not going to go out there and do, you know, four 20-lap motos every day for five days to get back in shape because all that's going to do is beat his body up and really give him a high risk of getting hurt again. So what he did for for this one, he's like, look, I only could do so much time because I needed to save my body, save my hands, so I could at least come try to do something decent on Saturday. And just yeah, I mean, the whoops just beat his ass look, all day. Like I said, he he should have made the main. I'm not coming down because he didn't make the main event because he crashed twice and still almost made it in the LCQ and and, and you know qualified fast enough and all of that. So I'm not saying mm-hmm. this as as like oh he's a failure because he didn't make the main event. What I'm saying is that even if he had made the main, it wasn't going to go well. You know, and, yeah, and I'm surprised. Was, there's there's only so much. I think Yamaha just wanted a bike on the track. Right. Well, no, he's a vet. He you does know. have a bit of a fan following. You know, so. Yeah, and I mean, go ahead. Best guy to get it, but like, yeah, he was sketchy in the woods, and he knew that. Like, there were so many times that his feet were off the pegs going through that section yeah. all day. Yeah, they were, and, and he knew. Yep. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Anton from Swap Moto Live on the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. Let's go to some phone calls here. Uh, first up is uh, is Dark Side. Dark Side, what's up, man? What's up, man? First of all, Anton, damn it, I don't have time for any more podcasts. Yeah, sorry, what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'll check, I'll check it I out. Just go, I just go where I'm told. We just, hey, never mind, Dark Side. We just added one. You, you are now doing the Pulpamex show wrap up show. So we <laughs> yeah, just added, exactly. we, we just added one also, everybody. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate that, man. I hope, uh, hope people check it out and like it. I've seen a couple of the, the positives and some negatives, but the reason I called is uh, Friday at five when you or Saturday at five when you do the Pulpamex Fly Racing uh, pit show. Uh huh. I'm going to have some stuff with me. I'm going to be there, obviously, watching. I'm going to have some Eagle Grit and some fly racing stuff to give out. So if people want to find me, I'll I'll have a few giveaways. All right, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Five o'clock at the pits in Houston, fly racing. Uh, Pulpamex show will be be there. So uh, sounds good, Dark Side. Thanks, man. All right. See, uh, hey, Uh, Anton, are you going to be there? No, Swap's going.
Don, oh, okay. I got Bummer, man. Bummer. my wedding okay. anniversary weekend. Like, oh, it's your wedding later. anniversary. Oh, geez. Check uh-huh. it out. Uh, Chris, what's up? You want to talk about the Pulp MX uh, pitch show also? Yes. I was calling it the Steve Mathis Pulp MX Fly Racing Racing Show. Yeah, so. that's good. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, screw the Fly Racing hey, Radio. Yeah. Um, Or make Pulp Fly a word. Yeah, we could. We I could try know. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, are you guys going to be doing that at the outdoors like at Hangtown? No. No. I Just no? Uh, Supercross only. Okay, bummer, man. All right, cool. Hey, um, my son, he's in first grade. He's seven years old. He just did a report on James Stewart. Okay. He had to do a report on his hero. He wanted to do Eli Tomac at first, and okay. I talked him out of it because I'm like, he hadn't really done nothing yet. And I introduced him to James Stewart, and he's just been he's all going about crazy it. about him. And he can't. He's wondering if James Stewart has ever straight up been beat. Oh yeah. And what race? Is, what race would that be? Because he can't find it. Everyone. No, they, they he, he, don't look. Yeah, you can look at a lot of races. Oh, okay. Um, there's there. Yeah, there was a stat though, Anton. Remember, um, for a long time, if James Stewart didn't crash, he won. Like there was something about yeah, that. That was like a big Supercross thing. Yeah. Right, right. For for years, if he crashed, years. He he, he if he didn't crash, he won the race. So yeah. Um, but that that got broken down pretty quickly by the end. But um, no, he lost quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I even quite, quite I even race. heard Carmichael on a broadcast the other day say uh he beat Stewart once because Stewart ran into a lapper at the end um yeah probably yep probably yeah probably. So, no but my son wanted to find a video where Stewart straight up gets beat so I'll just well, show him a detonation th- I guess huh? 2007 outdoors Ricky beat him I think every round right Anton when okay. Ricky raced yeah and those were a lot of battles oh they were like the death battle. They yeah, were, but Ricky, but, but I believe Ricky came out on top in every one. Yeah, so. with him like uh-huh. not crashing. Yeah, Ricky won yeah. all those. Yeah, without with him not crashing. Yep. So. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. Cool. Hey, and I wanted to say something about my the fantasy. You know. Yep. I my I do Wednesday picks and they're really safe picks, and I've been keeping track. And I would be doing really good if I just kept my Wednesday safe picks. The whole. For the you know, not change him on Saturday. Uh, yeah, that's that's Dan Truman's strategy. He seems to be uh, also. So yeah, um, yeah, no, it's not not a bad one. Just keep. keep I mean, don't okay. be influenced. Hey, do you think the do you think the coverage on uh, the KTM Junior race is going to be based on how uh, Evan Blair does? Mm, probably not. But yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Evan Blair this weekend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. How? Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Evan Blair is racing this weekend. Daniel Blair's kid. So I'm sure he'll be in full effect. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. Let's go to Joe. Joe, what's happening? Uh, welcome to the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Hey, Steve. First of all, uh, my three favorite co-hosts, not in necessarily uh, this order, but Blair, Berluti, and JT. Okay. You guys great in studio. Yeah, J- JT's better in studio all the time, absolutely. Yeah, he's he kills it, man. Uh, also, another thing, man, hey, um, Good job on the uh, Williamson interview, man. Not throwing him a bunch of softballs. That was yeah. That was kick-ass, and he was a little bit coy, like you might expect. But yeah. You, yeah. You tried to drill down, and that was that was great, man. Us no. out here, we we appreciated yeah. what we heard. Well, thank you. I called him the next day, and I said exactly that. I said, "Hey, man, like, I sorry for some of those questions, but if I wasn't going to ask those, people would be pissed. Like, I have to ask that stuff." And um, and he's like, no, no, I get it. I get it, you know, but he definitely uh, dodged and weaved a lot of them, um, which is his right to do, and he can do that. But, but yeah, I mean, I was trying, Joe. You know, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. So um, Yeah, he did, yeah. he did a little bit, but but yet he did answer, and, and you could tell just by his inflections, the way he was speaking, how he was feeling, yeah. you know, what what he, in his head. You could see the wheels turning in his head, how he was trying to dodge yes, some of the stuff. Yes, yes. And, and here's the interesting thing, Joe. Is he mentioned how many times the bike is great, right? Oh yeah. So so, oh, yeah. read in between the lines there about the bike not being a problem, the bike being great. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. that's what I took from that too. I'm like, oh, interesting. So uh huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good job. Thank you. All right. Uh, you don't really get that many good job Antons from people. So you know, you get a lot of bitching. You, a lot. you get a lot of good jobs. Ah, not enough, Anton. Not enough. Uh, not enough. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Get <laughs> Pro Taper and Maxis. We're giving away a set of uh, FR5 boots to uh, to a caller. This is the Fly Racing mid level boot. So, um, why, why, uh, Anton? Why is um, uh, Eli Tomac so good at these things? The triple crowns. Uh, I think it's just because he's always he's. I mean, if you look at it, he's been one of those guys that can do well uh, in those real weird situations where his back's against the wall. Um, 
and that's not actually been exactly the case this year, but he just kind of in the past can get where he needs to get to in a short amount of time. Like, look at his heat races. It's never like, oh, my God, is he not going to make it in the heat race? So I think he just can put himself where he needs to be at the right moment and just kind of be consistent. Uh, it seems like those longer motos, outdoors isn't a problem, but like a longer Supercross, like 20 minutes or whatever, at like the 15-minute mark, he has like a stew moment where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, is something? Is he going to like have a mental fade? And then is that where the issue comes in or what? But yeah, I don't really. Yeah, It's hard. I honestly, it's like it, we, you and I have gotten to the point this year, and I think everybody has, where it's like, okay, what are you going to see this weekend? And you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Everything can go good up until the gate drop of the main event, and then something totally different could happen. Yeah, or everything could go terribly all day, and then the gate drops for the main event, and then everything goes great. Mm-hmm. So you just never know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's leaving us uh, wandering a little bit. Uh, ben LeMay is going to fill in for Brayton until he's back on the Moto Concepts. Does this? Do you think Ben gets a a bump on his usual results at all? Obviously, I was. We were talking about the Pulp Mix Fantasy podcast with Chad. And Brayton out, everybody moves up too, basically. You know, a lot or a lot of guys, not everybody. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys do. But will LeMay, you think, get a little bump? I think just off of that, the bike is going to be pretty similar, I would think, to what he has. Uh, the team's had a really close relationship with Race Tech over the years. This is the first year that I think both riders have had, like, direct support from Shoah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see them, like, totally change. It's not like he's getting Brayton's bike. He's not going to get some of the factory parts that Justin had. Uh, I think he would more so get Malcolm's setup over Brayton's. Okay. And, and I, w- yep. I would actually, as a racer, I would prefer that too because why would you only get three races on a hydraulic clutch and all of these other things uh-huh. that you're never going to get to ride for again? Yeah. Yeah, good you know, point. So yep. just stick with what yep. you know. And, hey, LeMay's only missed one main event, and it was when he hurt his ankle, I think, in Oakland. He uh, was really mm-hmm. in a lot of pain. He's solid. Solid season he's, for he's Ben LeMay. On, and he's coming on late. Um, that ankle injury did take a little bit, but, I mean, Seattle was a season-best finish. You know, he, he's he's trending up mm-hmm. that this could be a great shot for him to land at, like, you know, Hep Suzuki or something mm-hmm. next year to get onto a team for 2020. Hey, two guys whose contracts are up that I wrote about um, – Somewhere, I, maybe in observations, I don't know. Um, Dean Wilson and Joey Savacci, two guys, contracts coming mm-hmm. up. They're at different points in their career. Dino's had a lot of injuries, obviously. Joey's a rookie in the 450s. Who would you sign? Depends on who you are. Depends on what team. Um, Come on, Jay. Come on, JT. You know, please, just give us an answer. No, no, no. I would think that Husky finds the way to keep Dean again. I, I really you think you, you that think so, yeah. Bobby, from what it sounds like, they had everything in a row, and then at the last minute it got, you know, yep. shelved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Bobby sticks behind Dean or figures out some way to make everything worth his while. He's going to do all of the nationals on the factory bike again. You know, Bobby told me that on Saturday. Yep. Dean told you that after the race. They love Dean. I, I really see Dean sticking yeah, I, around. I don't, uh, I don't understand why he ever was booted. I don't understand it. Rockstar's got a ton of money. That made no sense to me. Um. Yeah, I. There's a lot more I think than just finances. I think it was more a uh, the way that it would make other people in the pits look is what I've gathered. What do you mean, other people? What are you talking about? It would make Husky too big compared to the other team that they're partnered with. Oh, because they have three and the other guys have two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, who cares? I don't understand that. But I, I know what you're saying. But... I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't agree with it either. You would think you would want as many good riders on the track as possible, but yep. yeah. Uh and then as far as Sabachi goes, he'll get something somewhere. Um I think Honda's like pretty established for next year, depending on what Sealy does. It, it, you gotta see what JGR I, does. I think I think Savachi goes to Sealy's spot. I'm kinda he's I'm thinking so too. Uh especially now with his agent pushing for so much, like they're gonna need something. Because really, like, if we all agreed that it's between him and Adam for that Honda spot, and nothing against Cole, but I don't, they just seem like, it just seems like Cole's pretty much going to not have that ride next year, and we all know it. I know. It does seem that way, doesn't it? He's not, he hasn't, he doesn't have a top five this year. He doesn't have a top five this year. He's obviously coming back from a serious injury. He's better at Supercross than Motocross, so it's not going to go better in Motocross for him, generally speaking. 
And yeah, I mean, and like, yeah. and the thing that goes with that, it's not like people are like, well, you know, we're, we can't wait to get Sealy out. Like, how did he ever get this right? No. Honda has had his back for years. You yep. know, ever since he was TLD when he went and rode a fill-in ride. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, and it's not like anybody's looking for Cole to get, you know, pushed the wayside. He's a great rider. He's he's really shown in the last few weeks that he's stepping up after, you know, heat race wins. That's that's a big deal. I think Cole will land somewhere, but it's just so strange that it's expected that he's not going to have his ride that he's had for so long at the end of this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Seattle could have been good for him. Um you know, he just he got, he admitted he got tired, and he did, and he was skimming the whoops, and he was looking great. I'm sure it was taking a lot out of him, and he dropped back quicker than I would have thought, and probably more than he and Honda would have liked. You know, so I think that in an ideal world, should everything go well for JGR, Sealy would be an excellent pickup for them. Have you uh, have you heard tickle to JGR for outdoors? No, because I've heard. Only two guys for JGR for outdoors. Well, they only so, have they only have one right now. I only have two. I thought like two total riders. Oh, like one four fifty, one two fifty. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe so. So they go yeah. one truck, two fifty F, and four fifty. That that's what it sounded like. Hmm. Okay, that'll be interesting. Yeah, them not finding a title is. I feel I talked to J Bone at length about it on Saturday morning and. Yeah, you can tell it's wearing on everybody. Yeah, yeah they, it, they, it been, raises a lot of question marks. Maybe you've got a more update, a more recent update than I do. He was close a few weeks ago, looking good. He like, was close a few weeks ago, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then they have to, yeah, same thing. Like somebody was pretty close, and then they, yeah, yeah. one of those deals. and it didn't. Yep. Uh, uh, our, but I really think that like if if JGR could get back to what they were two years ago, you know, a couple good title sponsors, Toyotas, yeah. JGR, Suzuki, um, Auto Trader, if they had some sort of program like that, Sealy would be excellent there. Him being such a car guy, he would fit in really well at a NASCAR style team yeah. like that, just because he'd be like, shit, this is cool. I want to be a part of this. Right. Uh, Jonathan's on three. Jonathan, what's up? Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm thinking pretty cool if the one of the triple crowns was also a shootout what do you think anton triple crown and a shootout that, that would be badass uh but it would be so chaotic there would be so many championships that would just be thrown into limbo for the 250 guys <laughs> yeah i don't know man i mean yeah i'd be kind of neat be kind of gnarly for sure it'd be cool well, it'd be just brutal not really fair the one coach runs the uh, two, and the other one only runs one as it is. So, I don't know. I just thought it would be uh, more even. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that might be – yeah, go ahead, Anton. The other thing, though, you got to think, uh, East Coast guys have to race Daytona, which is a completely different animal than anything to wear. Yeah. So, and they're each kind of in their own the, unique uh, deal. Triple crown. Uh, thanks, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it um, – the, the managers might that might be a bit much for all the managers, Anton. Yeah, yeah. So it would be it would just be so weird because look at how the one Atlanta shootout changed so many things for for guys like you know that was really where McElrath season. You're like, okay, I don't know how this championship thing is going to work out, and a couple other guys had a bad night. Mm-hmm. It changed the rest of their year. Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. Uh, let's talk about McElrath a little bit. Um, what, what, what's going? On? Are you okay? Are you getting attacked? No, my dog. Somebody walked by and he freaked out. Okay, is you, you sure he's not attacking you or anything? You're, you're going to live? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, okay, so uh, McElrath, um, his back is probably sore, but he's also probably taking yeah. a dive. And as you can guess, Anton, I'm not happy. Yeah, honestly, and I saw all the stuff you said. Knowing how religious Shane is, I find I would find it odd for him to do something like that. Just because I, I would that seems like it would go against so much of what he believes in. You know what I mean? You 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 think really? That you think that would be yeah. that, that would play a part of it? I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, so, I just like he's such a devout person in what he thinks that I yeah. don't I don't see him doing something like that just uh-huh. because of how it would counter contradict what he he okay. believes in. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know he's gonna if he doesn't come back to left of Vegas, he's gonna miss half the rounds, almost half, almost half the rounds in the mm-hmm. Indy West series. Like, w- really, that's where we're at. Like, just getting paid to stay home. I mean, again, I'm sure his back is sore, but 
I'm not saying he's a total faking, faking the injury, but geez, that's that's depressing. Bummer deal for for Troy Lee all around this year because I mean, coming into it, they had two title contenders, one on each coast, and then now they have yeah. nothing. Yeah, you know, they're they're trying to string together something like. You know, I don't really think Cantrell was eager to come back this week. I don't think he was expected to, but now it's like, hey, dude, you kind of have to yeah, come back now because yeah. we need a bike on the track. Yeah, absolutely. So. And they can't they can't have Falk do what what Shane did at Daytona. I mean, no, no, he's yeah, not that, ready that, that to not race good. in the 450 class no. at all. Yeah, absolutely. Tough times for the TLD guys uh, for sure. Well, hey, uh, Anton, thank you for the time on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Swap Moto Live, please check Thanks it out. Thanks for having me. Um, they've added another have podcast, everybody, so they will have another podcast. Enjoy your buffalo chicken pizza this weekend alone. I don't think I'm going to have that this weekend. Okay. We'll have something else, some other weirdo food. <laughs> absolutely. All right, Anton. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Later, man. Thanks. Uh, our next guest, uh, getdata.it. Get, get, uh, a big part of our show, but more than anything, uh, a great guy to bench race with Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I got uh, the president and CEO of Athena is here in the U.S. This wow. Week, and, uh, yeah, so doing. we got some big things coming here in the future. So. How's the jump starter thing doing? Like, that thing is 100, it's 100 bucks, right? Yeah, $100 retail, and, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. All the big distributors are carrying them now. Yep. It'll jumpstart up to like a three-liter car. It's its main focus is UTVs, ATVs, and off-road bikes yep. and, and Harleys. So yep. that's our main focus. We will be making a bigger one for, for bigger vehicles. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's about the size of an iPhone. It fits in your pocket, and yeah. Yeah, it'll charge your phone or, or jumpstart your vehicle. So it's the, pretty cool. I think it'll be, yeah, do just about everything for you. Uh, I actually had it in my backpack for the longest time and hadn't used it and needed needed to charge my phone. I'm like, oh, shit, look at this thing. It's in here. It's great. So it was fantastic. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, we've been giving them away on the fantasy uh, on the fantasy site, and people yep. have been pumped about them. Right. Uh, speaking of Pulp Fantasy, JG is a nine now. Oh, God. he's he, If you picked him, and 37% of you did, you're going to be so bitter for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's what we call the lock of the week, I think, uh, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. So, hey, your guy, Chad Reed, obviously – Injured badly, uh, a big blow to the series to have Chad and Brayton out, of course. But you're still going to the races? Yeah, I'll still be going to the races, still running the VIP program. And I, I do all the get stuff on, on Fridays as well, uh, supporting all of our smaller teams as well as Factory Yamaha. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'll still be there to do that. And then as well as run Chad's VIP program on, on Saturdays. And then Chad will be coming back starting next weekend. Uh, he'll be at the races as well. To, to be with all the VIPs. This will be the only race he misses. Dude, think about being able to hang with Chad if you're one of the VIPs with no race to worry about. Yeah, a lot of them have messaged us, and, and they're actually, uh, as sad as it is, they're like, well, it's kind of good. We're going to actually get to hang out with them. You know, he's going to, he said, he, he already said, he goes, am I allowed in the press box? I was like, yeah, you can come in the press box. Because <laughs> he's never been there, I don't think. So yeah, he's yeah. going to come hang out there. I'm sure he'll he'll mess with you a little bit. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think it'll Unfortunately, it's a bad situation, but for the VIPs, I think they'll still get a good experience. So. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be all right, right? Everything everything will still work fine. Um, hey, Triple Crown this weekend. Um, obviously, it's big for everybody. Well, it's big for everybody, but uh, Marv lost those seven points. Eli's really good at these, and he needs to get back into it. Um, and Roxon, we don't really know. We don't really know if Roxon's like what's going on because he rode great in Seattle after having a few a bad few months. Um, who do you like this weekend to sort sort of emerge in this Triple Crown thing? I still like Eli to win the race, um, but Cooper's been good as as well. He won the first Triple Crown and got second at the other one, so I wouldn't say it's something that doesn't um, lead into his favor either. So I think uh, those three guys have. Uh, and Kenny as well. He kind of bounced back this weekend, but I still think Marv, Eli, and and Cooper are my my top three this weekend. Yeah, you think they're going to be a little bit more, uh, yeah, a little bit better than than yeah, everybody else. Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, it depends on how they build the whoops. Cooper struggled this week in the whoops. This was a tough challenge, I would say, for Cooper in Seattle, mm-hmm. and he he took it pretty good. I think a fourth for him on that track. He was never better than I think eighth or ninth all day. Yep, and uh, I think he really managed the weekend well so yeah it'll uh it'll be interesting to see what happens i think i mean if you're web you're you know these seven points were huge and and you you, you got almost you're, you're almost riding now to want to protect this lead more so than just going balls out you know i think it's i think it's late enough in the season to do that if you're web yeah i don't know coming down to vegas though I don't know that it's been a great track for Cooper. Mm-hmm. Hard pack in general. If you look at Glendale, 
He started fifth. You know, he got passed by some people, made some mistakes. Most of the other tracks have played into his favor as far as condition-wise, being soft and, and a little bit more ruddy. And you look at Seattle, Seattle was pretty hard pack. Um, as crazy as that is, the turns were slippery, mm-hmm. the track was slippery, and he struggled. And the same thing with Yamaha last year, he, str- he would struggle on the hard pack tracks and, and be better on the, in the ruddy track. So if it came down to Vegas and he doesn't have a very good lead, it could be bad. You know, Eli's very good in Vegas, mm-hmm. Marv's very good there as well. So it, it would be, uh, you know, you look at... Cooper didn't have much time going into Monster Cup, but he was never really good. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, so I, I think that he still needs to win a couple races. I think yeah, he still needs to win another one. Funny to have all this talk about Webb switching teams and on the KTM, and he came to Monster Cup, and he was totally just average at Monster Cup. Average. wasn't yeah, bad, and, just and, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but just a hard-packed track. And you look at, like, Marv and Eli. Obviously, we know what Eli did there, and mm-hmm. Marv's won there before. Um, I don't know that it. Cooper wants to go into that race, say tied with those guys, or you know, and, and have to just beat them. I don't right. think that he wants that situation at all. So, Stu, Stu is supposed to drop another Instagram tomorrow, and you yeah. heard he's supposed to be in Houston. I have heard that he is coming to Houston, but but damn, he I, he, I, he, <laughs> he he he's supposed to be at a lot of the races and a lot of things. Yeah, there will be a there will be a video tomorrow. I, I guess you heard that from someone else, or it's public. I don't know. Yeah, I think he I think he put it out publicly somewhere. Uh, okay, uh, I do know. Obviously, some uh, we're close with some with Malcolm, obviously, and he reached out when Chad got hurt, and and we've talked back and forth, and we never like to talk about his brother at the you know in yeah. any time. I'm, I'm close with Malcolm, but there was some jokingly talk about, hey, do you need a VIP program run, like kind of thing for Stu, and we joked back and forth. I joked with Roger a little bit and about how good the Stu VIP program would do and things like that. Yeah, but uh, Stu would never talk to any of his <laughs> VIPs. He, he wouldn't. I would definitely be nervous to run a VIP. Like I know Chad will show up next weekend. Like he can barely walk right now, but yeah. he'll somehow get there. Right. But I would be nervous every time until Stu was like kind of in my possession on the weekend. <laughs> like I would just be like, "Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's coming." I uh, but, uh, I don't know, Dan. Uh, maybe I'm he little, sh- I'm a little up. iffy that he actually makes the trip. I don't know why Houston would be. Yeah, there. why Houston? Right. That, that to that me, that... it's not like he has some kind of attachment to Houston that I'm aware of. Right. Uh, right. So. Yeah, I think he's maybe just time for him. But, no, I think it's cool if he really does show yeah. up. I think it'd be awesome. I so. think he should come out and, I mean, look, he can do whatever he wants. He doesn't give a shit what I think. But he should announce his retirement and work on seven and come around the races and hang out a bit. And I mean, he doesn't need to be broing people down because it's not his personality. But, man, it would really help the brand of seven. It would really help himself. Uh, he would be cool. I, he's a nice guy, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. But, um that's what, I, what do you think? What do you think will happen to JT's brain when I run a a JS seven CR two two VIP program next year? <laughs> Please do, please do. I, uh, a, a collab of the two. Yeah, um, we we know Chad will be there, and maybe a special bonus. We get JS seven to come every now and yeah, again. Yeah, maybe they can uh, grab a mic and come up a little to talk about some of their battles. I'd be great. Be uh, I think it would be it would be great. It would blow yeah, people's minds. It would absolutely be amazing. Uh, I I don't know. I'll, I will not believe Stu is going to Houston until I see Stu in Houston. Otherwise, forget it. You know, I can't I just, argue. I can't argue with you there. Right. It's just one of those things. Uh, obviously, I, I we'll see the video tomorrow and see what it is, and and hopefully he's there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Doug on one. Doug, what's going on, man? Do you think Stu shows up in Houston, Doug? Oh, I wish that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Maybe with a bike. <laughs> oh God, yeah. No, I, I think the comeback is definitely not happening. I can. I can yeah, we can. We can. We can give that up. That's not happening. <laughs> That's it's over that part. But, anyways, Doug, what's up, man? Um, so, um, huge Eli fan. Uh, I switched from Honda to Cowie when he did. Um, wow. Jeez. Bought a brand new Cowie, you know. Now I'm kind of like just what a, this year's kind of been a real big disappointment, obviously. But, uh, so I'm also a big AC fan. So my question for you is, uh, how good do you think AC could be on a 450 and who wins the Supercross championship first? AC on a 450? Or uh, Eli? Uh, uh, I, I, I'll still go Eli. I, um, I'm i with you, Doug. I don't really get it. Um, I don't understand what's going on with Eli. Uh, three wins isn't bad. You know, it's not like, you know, if anybody, if it was anybody but Eli Tomac, we'd go three wins is good. But he has been so up and down, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Dan, what do you think of 
What do you make of Mike Williamson leaving? Um, I heard he was on your show, right? Yep. I, didn't, I didn't listen to it, so I'm not sure what was said. I never personally worked with Mike, so I have nothing to really say good or bad about him, but I don't think he was the issue. I think there was fingers being pointed, in yep. my opinion. Um, obviously, I hear stuff being in the pits and things, but Eli's up and down season, is it only comes from him, I think. It's mentally uh, on him. And speed-wise, I mean, he's for sure the fastest guy. Going into the season, Anderson said Eli would be the fastest guy. Yeah. I still believe he is the fastest guy. Yep. But, uh, yeah, championship-wise, I, I pick Eli over Adam to answer your question. I, I think Adam will be good, but Cooper Webb was really good on a 250 also. You know, we forget how good these guys are on 250s and how long it takes them to be great on a 450. Yeah. So. Um, all right, there you go, Doug. Hey, Doug, you want to set a fly race in FR5 boots? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, you didn't sound that excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, should we move on? Uh, yeah. You know, I just bought a. I don't want to be greedy. I just bought a set of Tech Ten. So okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. I like that. I like that attitude. Good, good yeah. job, Doug. Thank yeah. you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, I can't believe like like Doug switched from Honda to Cowie when Eli did. Uh, I actually have a really good friend. Uh, he'll be coming to the Denver race. He did the same thing. He's a big really? Eli fan, and uh, he bought the new Cowie. Uh, when it came, when Eli switched, he bought another 19 Gowie when it came out. He's a big, big Eli fan, and he is very heartbroken some weekends. Wow. I, I didn't know there were people really like that. I, I, I see them once in a while on Instagram saying, you know, that they're just pulling for every Cowie rider because they ride a Cowie, right? Like that they're brand loyal guys and all that. And I'm like, who are you people? <laughs> like, no, 100, 100% that's true. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I do Chad's emails, and when he switched from Yamaha to Suzuki, people are like, all right, we got to switch. How do we get bikes? Where do we buy really? them from? Like, yeah, 100%. Jeez. So. I mean, growing up, I, I had a lot of favorite riders as a kid and all that. I never, ever cared what they rode or rode what they rode or anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think people that definitely can afford it and things like that, and they're just loyal to the brands that they support. Hmm. Wow, that's that's funny. All right, Dan, we'll let you go uh, and uh, move on to JT. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Uh, again, thanks for giving us the hot tip on Stu showing up in Houston. We'll see if that happens. Uh, ask, ask JT about my, my JS7 CR22 VIP program, how, how it'll do. Okay, will do, man. Thank you. <laughs> GetData.it. Uh, please check them out. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. All right, appreciate it. Uh, FlyRacing.com, Pro Taper, Maxis, get all on board on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Jason Thomas on the line. What's up, JT? Oh, you know, just uh, out doing my real job selling some Fly Racing products and, uh, yeah, kissing kissing babies, shaking hands, or shaking babies. Well, probably shouldn't do that. Don't shake babies. Let's just stick with selling fly stuff. Are you with Damon Bradshaw? I am with Damon Bradshaw. I just uh, left uh, left the lunch table with him. And how is Damon? Damon is fantastic. He is uh, he is the the apple of my eye. He really brightens my day. Uh, when I woke up, when I woke up this morning and I looked over and saw Damon Bradshaw, that's a hell of a way to start your day. Let me let me tell you. What do you mean you woke up like you shared, you shared a room with him? What's that? You shared a room with him? You woke up like what? what I did. You creep me I out did. there. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Hey, so Dan says that JS7's coming to Houston, he heard. And then yep, Dan, heard the Dan said he's going to run a VIP program with Chad and James. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any comments for that. <laughs> I said, Dan, James running a VIP program will be odd in that he doesn't speak to any of the people that are on the VIP program. Yeah. Do yeah, you, I'll probably just avoid talking about any, any VIP programs with Dan. Do, do you think James shows up? I do. You do? Try to yeah, get try, try to get out of the wind if you can. Um, uh, I'm trying to. Sorry. Okay, all right. Um, I, I, to what? Announce his retirement? Yeah, I would. I would assume that's the natural progression of this thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's time. Like every, everybody's kind of been waiting. Like, are you coming back? You're not coming back. I think most of us have all kind of come to the resolution that he's not coming back, but. Uh, for his loyal fans, you need to put a button on this thing and just, you know, kind of yeah. give him his due. I think he deserves all the accolades and videos and everything else they could put together for him. I mean, this is one of the greatest riders we've ever seen. So to not send him out the right way with, you know, all due fanfare, I think is, uh, yeah, it, it sucks for, for people who really want to give him that send-off. Do you think, does it, and this goes to a bigger picture of, of athletes in general, do mm-hmm. you think these guys owe 
their fans anything? Man, that's a relative term. Uh, does he owe them anything? No. But, you know, is it the right thing to do? And, and it does it give everyone closure? Um, yes. Yeah, so... I mean, does he have the right to just walk off into the sunset? Absolutely he does. And, and he's said several times that he would do that, and up until this point, that's exactly what he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's – I just think it's the right thing to do for everybody involved. You know, there, there are a lot of people who, you know, they, they aren't as, as tuned into the sport as we are, and they're just – they're sitting by the, the television waiting for James to show up and race the following weekend, you know. Uh, so – to just clear things up and and I think in the end just let everybody know, hey, I've you know it was a great run. We yeah. we won a lot of races. Um, yeah, I just think it's yeah. maybe overdue, but uh, better late than never. I I yeah, owing is a is a is a relative term, but I do think these guys and even you know hockey players, baseball players, whatever, any athletes that are as popular as James Stewart was and is, like there was a reason why. You made so much money. There's a reason why you got so much fame, and it was because people were attracted to you as a person, as a racer, as an athlete, everything else. And, yeah, I do think there's a little bit of this, you just disappeared? Really? Like, really? Uh, I, you know, again, he did say he would, though. No, I know, but, I mean, I just feel like, yeah, like he, he does owe his people that have supported him and bought the jerseys and bought the shirts and waited in line at these autograph sessions a – a statement, something, yeah. you know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You don't, you don't got to take them out to were, dinner or anything, you don't, were, you know, but all that. Right, right. I think there were so many years where he was unsure, um, you know, cause I, we, we both have heard of his comeback attempts and, you know, he bought bikes at one time and he was trying to put it together. And my opinion, I think he, uh, you know, he, he had lingering injuries that, you know, would flare up every time he really tried to give it a go. Mm-hmm. And I do think it was more of he he wasn't quite done mentally as far as, like, hey, I really want to do this at some point. I just can't seem to stay healthy long enough to, to make the run I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the last year or two, I think even that that um, desire and just the realism of, hey, man, I'm, I'm in my 30s now. I'm not really training. Um, you know, I, I just think even for him, he kind of came to the realization like, hey, it's it's done. You know, we might as well have some closure to this thing. But, you know, go back two years ago, I don't think he was anywhere near that yet. So I don't think he wanted to make a statement because he, he hadn't given up on that hope yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so, right? Uh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Triple Crown. Let's talk 250s a little bit. Uh, McElrath's going to be out. Nichols is banged up. Probably didn't ride all week. Um, Dylan Ferrandez and AC man, this is that the, they're they're now emerging. I feel from from the uh, from the other West guys. Yeah, we're down to two realistically. Yep. Um, you know, Dakotas Dakotas rode a great race to be third uh, in Seattle, and I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt he's in the mix for another podium this weekend. But you know, realistically, over 16 minutes, the other two are just a bit better than him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's not a knock on Jimmy by any means, but those are the best two guys, and the war of attrition has really weighed in on on Shane and Colt, and you know basically everybody else. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna come down to whether whether Dylan can can win some races, and if you know Adam can avoid a costly mistake that will open the door for Dylan to get back in this thing. Um, personally, I think Adam with a twelve point cushion, you know, arguably you could say he's better anyway. Uh, you know, I, I think he will he'll hold strong and do the right thing. Well, and just ha- the way this field is shaped up now, he, he is keenly aware that there are really only two guys left. He doesn't have to win. No. He doesn't have to do anything stupid. He doesn't have to take a chance. He doesn't need to. Uh, so, yeah, if he gives away, you know, three points this weekend, yep. yeah, so be it. Yep. Um, it's not a big deal. I agree. It's going to be have to be a complete disaster for these guys to not go one-two. In some order, right? You know, um, I do think that there, you know, one of these weekends on the way out, Adam will win, and that yeah. will offset anything that Dylan does. So yeah. I think it will be kind of a, a back and forth a little bit. The uh, only real, um, the only real thing that could shake things up is is Vegas, you know, because you bring all those East guys back into it. Uh, but from what I saw at Atlanta, uh, Dylan and Adam may be the best two on a 250 anywhere, so it right. may not matter. Yeah, absolutely. I'm waiting for R.J. Hampshire, everybody. Just waiting. 
I picked him. Uh, I picked him to to land on the podium this weekend. Um, okay. And I think he's he's one of the best guys anyway. But it's really down to who's left. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look on paper, he should absolutely be in the fight for a podium. He should have been in the fight for a podium in Seattle. So he's got to realize that too. You know, he's no dummy. He 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 can see the results and who's left. So you've got to think going into the main event, he's going to want to be at least in that third spot. Right. Uh, all right. Let's go to the phone calls. Taco Tom, what's up, Taco Tom? Hey, what's up, boys? What, uh, what do you want to talk about? Pulp Max Fantasy? Yeah, I was actually uh, the first weekend being that triple crown. You look at the, your picks as more of motocross guys because it's three motos instead of uh, just regular night show. No, but, no, just not at all. Um, it's still supercross, still three motos. We've seen the other triple crowns this year and how they turned out. So uh, I would right. say I would say no to that, Taco Tom. Hey, I meant to ask you, Daytona, the way they have it set up. Would you like that, Steve? The what? Sorry? The way they have the gate set up. You're oh. using a 40-man gate. Yeah. Um, mm, they didn't have a 40-man gate there. Yeah, they did for amateur day. Oh, well, I, I didn't see that. Because, like, the last seven or eight gate pits, you're on the right side of the doghouse. Oh. It wasn't even. Oh, okay. I, I didn't notice that. Sorry, oh, Taco okay, Tom. Never mind. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Jeremy, what's up, man? You want to talk about Triple Crown? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the um, the backup bikes. I know oh, you boy. guys discussed uh, not wanting to build another bike for a backup bike, and you and JP had your big steel. What's, uh, how far off are the, the practice bikes from the race? Like, I know it's obviously not the same motor and whatnot, but the um, bike past tech just for shit hits the fan situation. Are you talking about the the backup bikes at the races or the practice bikes the guys yeah, ride? Yeah. Well, both. They use the practice bikes as the backup bikes. Mm, no, no, they don't. They use test bikes uh, as backup bikes. Practice bikes for these guys are basically the same as their race bikes. Not everybody's that way, but most of the, the elite guys, they be the exact same bike. Titanium and everything. Uh, no, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't necessarily the way we rode them back in the day, though, uh, when I was a factory Yamaha guy. But uh, the bikes on the track at the races will be the exact same, and um, you know they'll they'll basically go from there. So um, the guys, you know, they have these bikes. A couple teams were like, "Hey, do you want to try them in practice and make sure they're good?" And the riders said, "No, they didn't want to do that." So it's only in case of emergency, Jeremy. But are they there? Could they? Could those bikes pass tech? Yes, yes, they have to pass tech and, and everything else, yep. So, uh, I just did those bikes for after races for in case that happens. Yeah, they, they build them up out of spare parts. Yeah. And, okay. and, and, and 250, I know you guys uh, were talking about. Yeah, and the 250 guys yeah. are use, use the other Coast bikes as their backup bikes because the other Coast is on the semi, uh-huh. right? So. Yeah, I know you and JT were talking about the budget for building a whole other race bike. I figured that you've got already got the practice bike that'll pass tech. You just bring it in case. No, they don't bring it because yeah, the truck's got to travel around. They need the parts. They need the extra bike, you know. So yeah, um, I got you. All right, Jeremy, we're gonna give you a set of Fly Racing FR5 boots. All right. That sounds freaking awesome. All right, thanks for calling. Stay on hold, man. Appreciate it, JT. I don't really want to get into the battle over the spare parts for the bikes, but uh. <laughs> no, I think we've. We've sufficiently beaten that horse to death. Right, but uh, it, it does look like, uh, you know, a lot of guys are, are siding with me on this, that, that work with the teams. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I do think it's something that could be overcome, but uh, I'll give you I'll give you the win. Right. Uh, the FR5 boot is uh, a nice mid-level boot. How's this thing going for you guys, JT? Yeah, really well. It's, uh, you know, it's a really competitive uh, kind of placement between mm-hmm. all the brands for that mid-level boot. Um the cool thing is that the level of performance for that boot, like an FR5 or whatever is competing against it for price, man, you're getting a really quality product. You know, Tech 7 is kind of in there, too, in between kind of a Tech 5 and Tech 7. Uh, but guys are, I mean, it's, it's a boot you can go race in, and you don't have to spend $600 on a boot. So yep. it's cool to see the performance level come down in price to where, you know, you're talking 260 bucks for a race-level boot. Right. Uh, all right. So uh, Houston this weekend, who wins, JT? I will take I'll take Marv. I think he's on a roll. I like his starts over three of them, but I think Webb will be someone to deal with when you're talking about three starts too, because both of those guys seem to have their starts nailed consistently. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, the 250 class, I think Adam bounces back. I like Adam to win. Adam to win. Cool, man. All right. Well, hey, enjoy hanging out with Damon Bradshaw. I wish I, I wish I could do that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. We're, so We're back at it right now. Uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Thank you, JT. All right, guys. All right. See you. All right, everybody. That's a Fly Racing Moto 60 show for another week. Thanks to Dan Truman. Thanks to uh, Anton. Thanks to Jason Thomas. Good calls. Hits. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Will you listen to the Pulpomex Show wrap-up show? I, uh, when Darkside called in, I told him I would listen to it, and I would give him my honest feedback for better or worse. Well, that's all anybody can ask. But I don't like his chances. I can't make it through any of Zach Osborne's podcast, which is really sad because I want to, but it just doesn't work for me. Why? It just, it's, it's, he has more learning to go on. I can't uh, listen to my own podcast. Not that I have one, but like the one I tried. So the, the level's high. Is what it's I legendary. Say. Hard to make happy. Yeah, this is true. Thanks, Fly Racing. Thank you, Get. Thank you, Pro Taper. Thank you, Maxis. See you guys next week.